0: Good morning, everyone. This is the Empty Nest podcast for couples searching for each other as the job of parenting starts to wind down. I'm Ron Clarkson. And I'm Amy Clarkson. And I got to tell you right off the bat this morning that um, we have been struggling trying to get back in the groove (laughs) of recording.
1: Yes, we've been so busy with, I think, life that we just haven't wrapped our brains around it. We've had time, but our brains aren't there.
0: Yeah, well, and I think we need to be honest with you with each other. Uh, and, and by the way, we, we have tried to record this episode probably about two, three, maybe four times. <laughs> and We have hit stop every single time and just kind of thrown up our hands and say, maybe this isn't a good idea. Maybe this isn't meant to be. And so today, right now, I declare that we will not hit stop on this <laughs> recording session until we are finished
1: no matter how good or bad can we, we, can we agree on that <laughs> I agree on that
0: okay and so um but we've struggled kind of recording um partly because of bu- busyness and I think busyness is an excuse right but I think there's also all these conversations about doubt and you know is it any good and are people gonna listen you know like all the stuff that I think we tell ourselves when we try something new
1: yeah I mean mindset is so important if you don't have the right mindset you can't you can't focus and I think it was evident every time we tried we weren't either one or both of us weren't there.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and I even think back to the last the last episode we recorded was on Valentine's Day. And I had, of course, I have all of my critics. And I seem to have more than Amy has because everyone loves Amy. <laughs> Amy has such a great podcasting voice. And, and I'm over here like, what, what am I, a chopped liver? Uh, but I was told by several people, including my kids, that in the last recording that I wasn't, quote unquote, into it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that all that stuff kind of just adds up. And and, uh, and we start to kind of doubt ourselves and whatnot. So, anyways, this is like I said, I, I declare this a stop-free recording. Okay, we're just gonna breeze right on through. Oh, for sure. And <laughs> and, and so I think that you know that that kind of like this busyness and not busyness, b u s i n e s s, but busyness, b u s y n e s s. Did I spell those right? I think so. Busyness is is kind of a, it's a real problem, right? Mm-hmm. Or it's, it's not a problem, it's a challenge, right? And um, I think that no matter whether you're, you know, newly married or dating or you're in the throes of having kids or even in an empty nest, busyness is probably the number one enemy of uh, marriages. I would
1: definitely agree with you on that.
0: I mean, that's a lot of hyperbole. Maybe it's not number one, but it's at least in the top five. Yeah. It's at least in the top five. And so um, I think that uh, one of the reasons that we haven't recorded is we kind of allowed that busyness to set in in our morning routines. And I know that I haven't been getting around to most of the stuff that I've been wanting to get done, let alone a podcast.
1: Yeah, me too. I mean, I feel like since I got back from being out of town... I've I haven't got to enjoy my friends as much as I would say reading my books. I've been trying to think, oh, my goodness, I've got five to read. I better read them. I'm like, no, I'm just going to pause, and I'm going to read what I read, and then that's going to be it.
0: Yeah. And uh, by the way, thanks for calling me one of your friends.
1: Um, what do you mean? Well, well, you, you are my spending, friend.
0: I know. You've been spending time with me, but you said you didn't get to spend time with your friends, but I've been with you every day.
1: Oh, my goodness. You are one of my friends. You're my best friend.
0: Oh, I well, was just checking in. <laughs> So this past weekend, we had the opportunity to kind of step away from the busyness. And even though we had a lot going on family-wise last weekend, uh, special congratulations to Amy's parents celebrating the 50th golden wedding anniversary. Golden. 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 Right. We're not going (laughs) to hit stop. We're just going to keep rolling the golden wedding and golden wedding anniversary. <laughs> uh, and we got a chance to celebrate them and see a bunch mm-hmm. of family members, including all of our kids on Sunday. Um, but on Friday and Saturday, we had the opportunity to attend uh, a marriage conference at our church, the Hills in uh, in Fort Worth, Texas. Yep, And it was really good. It was really good. What I what I really liked about it is, uh, you know, kind of keeping on the theme of busyness. It was Friday night. It was a couple hours on Friday night and a couple hours on Saturday morning, and you know, bit bam boom, it was done. And then we got on with the rest of of the weekend,
1: which I think was perfect because we still got to participate in it. I feel like we got something, but yet it didn't consume the weekend.
0: Well, yeah, and let's uh, let's be honest. Anytime you're talking about your, I think especially your marriage or even personal development, like anytime you're like putting anything. That is very personal on the operating table and cracking it open. I think you can only take so much. You can only absorb so much. Yeah. And uh, especially, especially with the you know, your marriage being one of those things, it was good because we, we walked away with a few nuggets um, and we thought that today's episode could be about what some of those nuggets were. Okay. How does that sound? That sounds good to me. Does it? You're acting like you didn't know that this was coming.
1: No, I knew it was coming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of a it's it's kind of it's kind of tough, right? There were a lot of there were a lot of things that uh, the speakers discussed that were very personal, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know that some of those things were ready to discuss yet on the podcast. Um, one of those topics was about bowling. Bowling. Well, but it wasn't about bowling.
1: There was a topic about bowling?
0: No, it wasn't about bowling. I mean, this is a family-friendly podcast. It was about bowling. Oh, you mean... Yeah, don't, don't say it. I'm not gonna. <laughs> but, uh, but anyways, you know, there was, a, there was a, a, a really awesome conversation about that and about how men and women are different. And, uh, But that's not going to be the thing I think that we're going to talk about today. I don't, I don't think we're quite ready to get that personal. <laughs> and I don't think it's quite that kind of a podcast. Yeah. Man. So, but we we did have some really great takeaways uh from the other topics and and the there were two couples that spoke. And um both of the couples the the man was is a staff member for the Hills. Um Chris and Stacy Chris and Stacy Hatchet were one set of speakers and Chris is the campus minister for the South Lake campus and David and Nola Meyer were the other speakers. And David is the campus minister for the hills at North Richland Hills. And so uh, it was really kind of cool to see uh, these staff members open up their personal lives a little bit. It was it was a little bit of an inspiration for Mm me uh, to say that, hey, you know, I'm on staff. I'm, I'm one of the leaders here. And by the way, I'm not perfect.
1: Well, I would say I I definitely enjoyed that as well. Um, Just kind of hearing them talk about... uh, By the
0: way, can I pause you for just a second? Sure. One of the things that we're really working on in the podcast, (laughs) and Amy knows what's coming, is we're having a conversation. (laughs) And and I think sometimes the podcast is a little bit of a metaphor for our marriage, where, you know, especially as, as we are now empty nesters, More than ever, I desire a partner in marriage uh, that is on equal footing with me and can go toe-to-toe with me on a lot of things. And uh, so we're working on me saying something and Amy saying more than yes. Yes.
1: Well, but see, you know through the Enneagram, I'm a thinker. I think a lot of stuff inside, so I have got to work on communicating what I'm thinking <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so but anyways it was it was inspirational to see them kind of you know crack open their marriage in front of a lot a hundred plus people, maybe several hundred plus people um that see them as leaders in the congregation. I mean, that's got to be scary, yeah. I mean, uh,
1: you know, is it time for me to start talking about mine? I think one thing that
0: Actually, I didn't even mean to segue into yeah, that. Yeah, but
1: it kind of does. Um I'm awesome. And I, got, I didn't even know it. The tidbit I want to talk about is a little bit about what David and Noah talked about is shame. Um that kind of also goes hand in hand with my favorite author, Brene Brown, but I won't talk about her this time. You can talk about her. But I, I read a lot of in her books about shame
0: and... She really made shame cool.
1: Yeah, she did actually. And you know, I think that the key to that... I
0: mean, I don't I don't know that I'm dealing with shame right now, but I think I want to go find some.
1: <laughs> you can have some of mine. I have plenty. <laughs> no,
0: I'm just kidding. Um, I have my own. But
1: you know, ta- the one key indicator to get over shame, I think, is actually shining light on it and yeah. um talking about it because then it becomes less real and less scary and um it was kind of funny we was trying to think about okay why did that hit so like a sounding board for me
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we were even kind of as we were planning this thinking about what what was i shameful <laughs> of or why <laughs> yes why? i
0: remember this the other day
1: and so uh it took me a moment and a little while to process it as you are waiting on me to speak, besides yes.
0: Well, I think it's really important, like, uh, before before you hop into it, hey, slow down, relax, let's, let's let this topic <laughs> unfold naturally. I can feel you, like, trying to sprint through the topic of shame. <laughs> but um, a couple of notes on, on shame, I think, and that is that, uh, you know, it, when we talk about shining a light on shame, um, obviously this was a church marriage conference, and, and so the light in this case was really about, you know, like... Uh, more of a biblical context of shining the light on shame. And I think it it works in both cases, right? Both in an an actual, uh, you know, the visual of shining the light on the shame uh, as well as the biblical context. But the idea is that I and, and, and I ended up writing about this in my email today on the five minute bookshelf. Oh, I
1: haven't read it yet.
0: I just sent it right before we started. Um, I'm really trying to get back into some kind of a daily writing. I feel like I've been letting people down. But um, I didn't talk about shame, but just this idea that when something is going on, you know, and, and even there, they even talked about this in the conference, like half the battle is what we tell ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's like all that stuff that's bouncing around in our head. And so the idea of shining light on it is like one, it's pulling it out of your head to get it out of the place where the story we tell ourselves is wrong and to shine a light on it, meaning letting other people in your life or even, or even God look at that. And then love you in spite of that and to help you work through that. Most definitely. I'm I'm talking way too much, but I wanted to make sure that people understood kind of the metaphor of shining the light on shame and, and why it's so important.
1: Because all I would say is yes. <laughs> no, no, no. I
0: just think I think this is I think this is an uncomfortable. I'm actually really proud of you for talking. When you said you wanted to talk about this, I was like, Oh wow, like that's
1: well, yeah, it's, it's definitely it's a hard for topic for me. Um, but as I was thinking through what I was shameful of or full of shame for, and I think what it was is in, tw- in the previous year, 2018, 2017, I was very fearful. I was fearful of not being enough, fearful of uh, failing at our, growing our business. And so I began to take that fear and hide in a corner and uh, <laughs> love on it and, like, l- let it grow instead of sharing what what I was afraid of and what, um, you know, talking about it. And so I think it began to fester and became to be my pal and my friend instead of leaning on my business partner and, and spouse.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, I think when... Um- <clears throat> When we get into a place where shame is taking hold, it it is definitely look. It's even it's even difficult for me to talk about, right? <laughs> but it is it is definitely. I think we all tend to want to go into a dark corner, and that's mm-hmm. one of the things that they talked about. Is right. we all go into the dark corners uh, and and hide from the shame mm-hmm. because that's the. The thing that we that that's I think that is our natural response to shame. We don't want people to see us. I mean, that is what happened with Adam and Eve in in the Garden of Mm -hmm. Eden, right? Like, so so we're not the first ones. (laughs) 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 Maybe the second or third, but we're not the first uh, to deal with shame in that way.
1: Um, Yeah, and and so uh, uh, Noah talked about how um, realizing that the corner has. Not more than one direction you face towards the wall or the corner, but in reality there's if you just turn around and sh- shine some light on it, you're going to get um, help from either family and friends or even God's help. And I think a lot of times um, we just want to face the corner instead of shining light on the shame.
0: yeah, when I think back to uh, the the time that you mentioned in probably like 2017, Um, I mean, we would literally sit in terms of our morning routine, we would sit right next to each other Mm -hmm. every day during that time. It's not like we were physically separated. We were right next to each other. Um, and we, we would wake up and I would say before the first cup of coffee was finished, like I would just watch you and I knew that you had, okay, she has to read her Bible (laughs) Uh, that, that panhandle accent, she has to read her Bible and then she has to say her prayers. And then as soon as I could see her finishing up her prayers, then we would jump into talking about the business and, um, and it would just go nonstop for 18, 19 hours Mm -hmm. on that day. And, uh, it, we did everything. We talked about everything, but our marriage, but the shame that we were both feeling we just were in total avoidance mm-hmm. and eventually eventually, it just got to the point i think the shame where it started to eat on our relationship
1: oh yeah, it definitely I know it because i I wanted to run oh and, and hide inside myself
0: i mean you you are you are a you are a an avoider of conflict
1: yes, and i am so.
0: <laughs> I am what you might call an embracer. Of conflict, so those two things kind of don't mix well together.
1: Yeah, and I think for many for many months that we couldn't figure out how to um, Ah, get past
0: that. Sorry, sorry.
1: For many months we couldn't figure out how to get past that, and I think um, really beginning to want to dive into um, understanding how each of us think. And going through, I think, having to go through a little bit of our own personal journey by ourselves and realizing we wanted to make a difference in ourselves helped us be able to come back to one another. And Mm -hmm. I think um, (laughs) this podcast has kind of come a a result of that.
0: That's a very cheap form of marriage counseling. (laughs) And this marriage counselor doesn't make me feel bad. I'm just kidding. (laughs) So uh, that kind of that kind of segues into what my key takeaway for the conference was, and and this came from uh, Chris and Stacy Hatchett, and it's really on the topic of avoiding conflict. Uh, Of course, I chose this topic because it's my favorite topic uh, to pick on. I obviously didn't because I
1: like to avoid it.
0: Um, And uh, and I learned some things about conflict. Um, You know, of course, there's the I need to not be so happy to jump in the conflict for sure. Um, I think that's in my DNA. But uh, one of the things that they shared that I thought was quite fascinated by and even a little bit like, oh, man, we totally dodged a bullet on that one. And that is that the number one predictor of divorce is is the avoidance of problems. And I think back to that time and like, man, if if – there was a fly on the wall watching us interact in our marriage, the divorce indicator would have been peaking pretty high.
1: It could have been, yeah.
0: So you agree with that?
1: (laughs) No, I think that um, (laughs) going through that time, I guess I don't have a newfound, I don't know how you would say it, respect or I have a newfound understanding of why people get to that place, mm, yeah, because we were very close to it going is the, down. it that is path. the boiling
0: of frog, mm-hmm. which I think is a myth. Like it's the idea that if you put a frog in a pot of water and slowly turn up the heat, it boils to death and won't jump out. It's kind of a gruesome metaphor,, <laughs> uh, but I think i th- I do think that um avoiding conflict in marriage is is a boiling the frog effect, right? Mm-hmm. Where Um, You avoid the conflict because conflict hurts. And quite frankly, it sucks. And, uh, you know, like even even for me, as much as I as much as I gravitate towards conflict, I'm not a big fan of I don't like the way that it makes me feel. Um, But I do feel for me, the conflict is necessary to change the status quo. And I know that about myself, that no matter where we are, we can always be better. I think, you know, our kids would agree with that and probably the people that I work with. Um, but uh, <laughs> the kids
1: would totally agree
0: with that. <laughs> you know, why settle for good when you can be great? And <laughs> why settle for great when you could be awesome? And then I run out of I run out of adjectives. But um, the other thing that they talked about in, in in this concept of avoiding conflict is that, and and we mentioned this at the beginning, um, which is kind of this topic at the marriage conference got me to thinking about our busyness. And that is that busyness is no substitute for time together. And when they started talking about this, it was like a huge light bulb went off. When I again, when I th- and we've talked about it, but when I think back to that time, we were so busy. We were, you know, like we spent the entire day together, um, but we were being busy. We weren't being married. We weren't being spouses. We weren't being friends, partners, all of those things. You know, quite frankly, oh, and even. Even in some stages of that time, we weren't bowling very much. True, <laughs>
1: not much at all.
0: <laughs> and so I didn't say yes. No, you didn't. You didn't. That was good. <laughs> I, I knew I was. I was watching you to see how you were going to respond to that one. Um, but uh, the the key takeaway that um, that I that I grabbed from this, and it's it's kind of funny because um, while. Uh, well, I'm not going to share that because I don't know if that person wants me to share it, who they are. But uh, I was talking to a person recently about some similar situations um, in their life where they are working with their husband. And and I could see some of the same patterns emerging in in their marriage and the way that they were working together and what they were talking about. And um, it's funny. like It's funny. Like sometimes we can... Like, you know, do what I say, not what I do kind of thing <laughs> from a coaching perspective. And, and so that person that person um, had the discussion with uh, their spouse and they decided to take some time away from, from the busyness to go and just kind of realign as a couple and to make sure that they were on the same path together. Um, and that was one of the things that ironically, as that person was planning that, we were listening to Chris and Stacy talk about that in the marriage conference. Mm-hmm. And um it it made me kind of want to look back at that time and say, if what would it have looked like if every three months or so we would have stepped away from the busyness to just focus on us?
1: I think a lot different experience. I I think that um it's kind of like this. This trying to to um, uh, tape this podcast. Um, we tried several times, but we weren't connecting. We weren't in a good headspace, whether it would be you or myself or both. Um, and then, I mean, I'm always on. Oh, seriously, really? Um, but I just think that today, just I don't know. I was, I was. I know I was read in a be- much better place. Actually, did you see I posted on Facebook about you?
0: I saw that right before but yeah, I didn't read it.
1: It's about playfulness. You always you always bring play into my life and um thank you. <laughs>
0: oh, you're welcome. You haven't always seen that as being a positive thing.
1: No, I have not and I don't always still. <laughs>
0: Well, and so, uh, we (laughs) kind (laughs) of, okay, well let's, let's go ahead and derail that conversation. No telling where that's going to (laughs) lead, but, uh, um, but yeah, it was, you know, the conversation about avoiding conflict and being more purposeful in our marriage and, uh, and just taking some time away, you know, and it's not, you don't have to be in business together. I think that's just, that's just how it affected us. But, um, even right now we're, we're not in business together and I think that we need to to be uh, purposeful about setting time aside every every three months or so. And even if it's just maybe a staycation or, you know, like where we get away from the noise and we just focus on each other um, for a couple of days and realign and make sure that, you know, we're going in the same direction and, and, uh, and have those conversations. And so...
1: Yeah, and I think you also have to be careful and be uh, okay with it being awkward at first, maybe an hour, 30, you know maybe even a day before you really can connect because,
0: um, by the way, this is the part not to cut you off, but we are at, Okay. We are at 23 minutes. I I so have so much that more was, I want to say. I know, say. I know. But well, we, can have, we have other podcasts, <laughs> but this is this is me trying to say that was my way of shutting it down. Oh, and now, sorry. And now I've, you're starting it I'm back right, up. Okay. I apologize. That's, okay. You, That's didn't, okay. you didn't
1: put that in the notes. I like, know. I should have,
0: like, I need to have hand here's, signals here's over here. Here's a wind down, Amy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're winding down. Uh, but I do appreciate the wind up because it makes me think that you really appreciate the topic. I do. so we're we are going to go ahead and and call this one done this I I have to say that um we didn't we didn't hit stop I mean we're about to hit stop
1: we are but
0: I think we we win we're winners just like Charlie Sheen
1: we are winners
0: (laughs) (laughs) do you have anything you want to share before we go
1: I just want to say you make me smile and I love you. Oh,
0: you make me smile and I love you.
1: (laughs) Sorry, that got a little
0: bit goopy. (laughs) That did get a little bit goopy. I'm going to have to go uh, maybe wash my hands or something. Oh, whatever. (laughs) All right, everybody. have (laughs) Have a fantastic day and thanks so much for listening. And we will hopefully be back with you very soon.
1: Bye.